Okay, let me be on record at least the third attempt. I hope, I hope for the love of God, this thing works out. Like, it's crazy. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi. David. Hi, Dora. Hi, Becky. When is you to join us? I hope you join later. Okay, guys, you're welcome to another amazing episode of EWL Podcast. Don't forget that the podcast is the platform for you to distress you. And I read it to check. I'm going to say less because I don't want to take um, much of you guys' time. You guys are really, I really appreciate you guys. Really, I don't know, it's really encouraging that first time you guys showed up, second time you guys showed up. And this is the third time. I hope for the love of God. Let us speak it. Okay, uh, our topic today is emotional intelligence. I know we've gone about the topic, but it's just like we are doing it today. So let's just follow the sequence of here and see how it's going. So, David, what do you have to tell us about emotional intelligence again? Okay. Okay, emotional intelligence. Okay, like I, I, I was, okay, like I said, like, it's not really, it does not actually have to do with them. Um, like the, this is our generation, you know. She gets emotional intelligence is just, I think it's personal emotional intelligence. I think I didn't talk about emotional intelligence last time. I'll talk yeah, about how, uh, yeah. I think emotional intelligence is just, how do I say it? I don't know. I don't know what I'll put it, but it's more like just being able to get hold of things in your head generally. Because generally, most, most people cannot actually really handle some sets of things in that sense. But you being aware, it's not really easy something. It depends on how I think it also depends on how you have been moving yourself towards that concept generally, like emotional intelligence from small. It's not really something that actually just like happen, like okay, I'm emotional intelligence. So you have to be um, moving yourself right from time, like okay, yes, I have to this one, this one, this one. And it's also based on experience, things you've experienced in the past, and things you're experiencing now. You know, once you've experienced something before, you should be able to know how you should be able to know how you handle it now compared to back then. And this kind of stuff like that. So it's just like I think it's actually something that actually this actually is, it's based on experience. It's actually something that actually happens like regularly over time, over time. So it's, you continue to develop emotional intelligence by experience. Okay. Um, virtue. Hi. Hiya. Hiya. So what do you have to say about emotional intelligence again? Again. Okay, emotional intelligence is still, still the same thing. Emotional intelligence is just your ability to understand emotions fully and to react to them intelligently. There's a different way. People don't know how to handle emotions, but emotionally intelligent people know how to handle those emotions and how to react, how to respond. An emotionally intelligent person knows that, okay, if somebody's angry, you probably don't react to that situation by getting angry or so and emotionally intelligent people has or emotionally intelligent people have different ways of handling different emotions so i feel like emotional intelligence does have to has to do rather with a person's ability to handle emotion in an intelligent oh, okay thank you very much Rachel. um dara hi dara can you tell us what you think about emotional intelligence Okay, um, okay. I think I want to say something first of all. I went back to like rethink this whole emotional intelligence stuff, okay. And I think, um, if I should um get understand where she, she was coming from previously, I would say that everybody has 
the way they want to react to stuff you get. So everybody thinks they are smart, they are experienced, they have been through some some shit in their life that that has helped them to become who they are. You get. Mm-hmm. But like um individuals vary. So there are things that someone who thinks that they are very um experienced and stuff would do that I on the other end would look at it and I'll be like, what kind of childish behavior is this? Should I get? Mm-hmm. So I think um Emotional intelligence is just, it's about an individual, how they perceive themselves, um, what they've been through and how they want to react to things. Oh, okay. Um, so we had two questions where we're like, what, um, the first question where I asked if you're really short-sighted, quote, where they think that, okay, these are our generation directions, we as the callers, that our mentality and our mind, our mentality and our behavior is just casual, we want to be everywhere. But at the end of the day, we are not um, there. So what do you have to say about that virtue? Like, do you think we are really short-sighted or we just know better? Oh, yes. You know, I'm not, I won't say we, we are short-sighted. So. I feel like it's because we know better. There are a variety of options for us to pick from. There are so many things for us to grasp. I mean, when <laughs> which generation has it so much so that you have, like, the entire world in your phone. I mean, I could be talking to somebody in China, talking to someone anywhere outside. Like, it doesn't, I'm not restricted to my society. I'm not restricted to the family or to a village. Like, I don't even have to walk miles to be able to speak to somebody. So it's not as if we are short sighted, but it's just that we have a variety of so many other things. And then we know better. There are so many other things that we're also trying to learn. So it's not as if we are short sighted. I don't know if that answers the question. Uh, what do you think about? I don't think I don't think anybody is short-sighted. I feel like um, we all have our different goals uh, and dreams. Like I said, everything is about the individual. We all have our different goals and dreams. There are people that want to be footballers. They don't even know where they want to start from. They come from very minimal homes and all i'll use an example okay when i was in secondary school i had a classmate that he wasn't really the school type so he wanted to go to germany to play ball so he dropped out from school in ss2 his parents are freaking rich but till today he has not been able to go to the germany and he did not finish secondary school now he's doing skits online so i think nobody is short-sighted it just Everybody has dreams and goals, and we've been told and taught that we should pursue our dreams and goals so we don't have regrets. So um, the fact that somebody is doing what they want to do doesn't mean, and you, you're seeing it and you feel like, oh, it's it's a daft move, doesn't mean the person is short-sighted. The person is seeing far from the person's angle. The person knows what the person wants. Yes. Yes. So the person knows what the person wants. The person is seeing far from his own angle. So um I feel um, this whole um, topic is just about respecting people's decisions and boundaries because everybody has their emotions. They have, they have, they have what they've been through. There are people who have been through so much in life and they are trying hard to become, um, would I say, hard. They be, they begin to um, become very strong, resilient, and the rest. There are other people that they just give up. They they are tired. They don't they don't. 
um, they don't have the strength anymore. So you that is now working harder every day because of what you've been through, you now see that person and say the person is short-sighted because the person doesn't want to move again, or the person doesn't have emotional intelligence, the person is not strong emotionally because the person doesn't want to move again. But everybody has their own their level of um, what would I call it tolerance, what they can they can absorb. Okay, I so, think coming from your own perspective, that is something I think our parents don't understand. I used to tell my mom every time that I don't want to tell how you went through your stress and you want me to go through that stress. My daddy will come and say, ah, that hey, when we're your age, you'll take it to you, but when we're your age, we go to the farm in around five, you are just lazying about. I'm like, how is that what you're supposed to, you're supposed to say? My child will not do such a thing. So then what do you, um, what do you have to say concerning this perspective that because they went through that, does that mean you have to go through that same thing? Like, I think that's where the issue is coming from generation Z. Because yeah, I, I, no, I think I'll say one thing that the, the things the, that was available during that time are different for the things that are available during our own time. Back in the days, they don't have a phone, they don't have a tab. They don't know that you can just take your phone and make money. You don't know, you know, there are many things that are, you know, the standard of living was very different from what you have now. So people don't, as I said, when people get to some age, she gets, adapting to change is very, very hard for them. So they just try to compare their own way, way of life to us. Exactly. I don't think it is normal. I don't think it is okay for our parents to actually want us to live the same life they lived. Bruh, how can I be in the farm? Um, moving young from the ground, I mean, how do you say it? <laughs> uh, when you can actually do something else. I mean, most people, okay, yeah. let me say, see, back in days gone, university was not actually really a big deal. If you find parents that actually went to university back in the days, they have, most people that actually stay in probably like the urban area. So, mm-hmm. but now, they all, everybody wants their child to go to university. Like, okay, I'm going to go to university. You know that kind of statement, like, my child has to go to university, or my child has to do this one, and that reason. So, them wanting us to be like them is not even, just them not under, not, it's just them trying to move along with the change that we have currently. It's not really about them believing. So it's just a matter of change. David, what you said is true. I remember I have a family. It's not really close to us. The man, this mentality of your children have to go to school. Do you know the man said, I got out of school, so my children will not go to school. Means my, I will not go to school, so why would they go to school? And legit, he's training them like to do wedding job and everything. And I think it was really, I think, like Bertrand said the first time we had this test run, that I think because of the hard collective, whatever. So it was easier for them to, like, impose, like, these are the norms we are supposed to do, these are the normal behaviors the child yeah. is supposed to portray. I, I, think, so, I, think even, I think even back in the days, the, they don't have many things actually influencing yeah, that. Yeah. Most of the times, what they hear, what they hear is usually from that because exactly. Kind of. They, sure you because, get. because, because it's, it's just like if somebody comes and says, uh, if, you, if you put her in that water now, nah, something will happen. Everybody will, re- everybody will just exactly. avoid the water. But exactly. in our place time, everybody is, everybody is curious. There's a scientist that wants to go and put, bring out the water and test what will happen. Exactly. So I feel like there it's was something we said in the last one. That, yeah. that just makes sense the most. And that's just the summary. I mean, I think, I, think that's why it's even, the... I think that's why it's even easy for someone to, uh, your parents to send all these uh, that, ah, they met so that if you do this, all those stupid um, broadcasts they sent on your WhatsApp, I'm like, what's this? Like, where did you get this information from? You know, this kind of stuff. Like, they, 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 easily, believe, they easily believe literally anything, like anything. 
that they will just believe that okay, this is how it is. They won't even like okay. check. But, uh, you know, you know, you uh, like this. Our generation now, uh, you still ask like you still ask question like why is this so? Why yeah. do I have to? Do it? But for the them, they say it, it is like that. Just be. It. They say okay, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. This is that's how it's going to be. They won't even question whether what they are doing is actually like right or wrong. So that's between us, our own generation and them. Because we actually need questions, we actually ask questions. Yeah, the summary of everything, like um we said the last one was um if you're not the creator, you definitely be the critic about it. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm I'm still saying. They don't res- you're not respecting another person's point of view. You're just seeing it from your point of view. Doesn't mean the next person is stupid. And that's so. it. <laughs> Mona, you're welcome. So, so we're giving our opinion on um, emotional intelligence and the mm-hmm. brought to perspective where that our current generation are the short-sighted one. And they feel like because they do not have anything influencing their behavior, their level of awareness, that is why they see our generation, generation Z, as they call it, generation Z, as we lack emotional intelligence. So what do you have to say about emotional intelligence in your I think, uh, like we, we did the, uh, earlier, I mean, these, these back when we yeah. were just running this thing. Like I said, um, I think it's our generation, we are actually emotional intelligent because um, I feel like a lot has changed. If you look at our parents' days and what is going on now, a lot has changed, especially in respect to social uh, socialization. Let me use the word. I feel like the way we interact right now was not how our parents were interacting then, maybe because of the influence or the introduction of um, technology, science and technology media. Oh, you understand? I mean, um, I feel if I'm not emotionally intelligent, look now, you can't compare. In our parents' days, I mean, the ideal man would just want to go to school, you know, some of them, like my mother worked with a YX result. As in right now, you cannot even work with a BSC result, with a 2 you're not even guaranteed. Yeah. You know? So I feel if I'm not emotional intelligence, the idea of entrepreneurship will not even come. I think right now, if you ask an average Nigerian youth, really, really, most of them, or some of them, really want to do entrepreneurship. I wouldn't even use the word most. Most of them actually want to do entrepreneurship. And now, so like we earlier said, some of them don't really know what they want. So from that most, some of them really want entrepreneurship because they feel like, that is their purpose, or that is where they can excel. So I'm just going to do entrepreneurship because they feel like now the society has influenced that if you are not an entrepreneur, you are a failure. And oh, you know, at the end of the day, some people still have to do the regular nine to five. I mean, for instance, if I want to be an entrepreneur, I still want to go to. A, I'm still going to my office. I mean, every day. So the idea of entrepreneurship is just because oh, you can decide to see to be under the weather. Let me just see how to start to explain yourself. So. Um, like I said that day, I think if your mentor or who you were talking of says we are not emotionally intelligent, I think she's wrong. Reason being that if we are not emotionally intelligent, 
the society would have been worse than it is, particularly Nigeria. Because I mean, look at Nigeria. This the country does not want promise. <laughs> it doesn't even encourage anybody to do anything. This country. You know what I mean? As I am now, just come out. Like even as an entrepreneur, you see, they try to do everything to encourage poverty instead of eradicate poverty. But yet, you will still see that at least, let me know exaggerate, at least every month, a new millionaire is made in this Nigeria. How? At least a new millionaire. If somebody is new that has seen one million naira, you know, so, because already, the word emotional intelligence is very deep and it's broad. You understand? Because emotions, is, it has a lot to do with everything that we're doing. So, Already, us growing up in this kind of country where it's a failed system, it has already fucked with our emotions and our mental health. So I feel this, if we're not intelligent, we will not be able to achieve some of the things we're achieving. But I can agree with her where she says um, some of us do not know um, what we want. I feel yes. And again, that is because, like um, Dora, I don't know if it's Dora that said it, and David said, there are a lot of things that are not influencing our choices and our decisions. I don't know if you understand. So I feel like in that regard, for instance, you can just see a boy that wants to smoke a book. Like maybe I want to smoke a book now. I know I'm smoking a book. I probably want to smoke a book because I have a thought of wanting I want to do. And I feel like by smoking a book, my head will open and I will get more creative ideas. On the other hand, you just see maybe my next friend that is next to me just wants to smoke a book because he feels like he wants to smoke a book and feel that more. I don't know if you understand. So... I feel like we're emotionally strong, that uh, emotional intelligence. And again, so talking about, you know, another thing that has affected us is our upbringing. I think them David, I was not able to talk about that the other day. I think them David laid emphasis on that, our upbringing. So that's another thing that affects the way we reason and the way we go about things now. I don't know if you understand. Let's say, for instance, um, as a little boy then, my mother used to beat me. Well, do you understand? Like for everything, like I go to play ball, I do this in order to beat me. So there was a time where, even when I was doing the thing that was wrong, but I knew I, I knew at the end of the day, it's beating. It became Do you understand? And I feel like right now that has structured me into. I'm not really. I'm a kind of person that, like, I, I use myself as a because I cannot talk to anybody. But I'm kind of person that. Do you know that I do not. Even when I think of the consequences, I do not fear the consequences of it comes to me. So, like, let's say, for instance, like when I mean consequences, I mean obvious. One. For instance, I know that if I put my hand inside out for him, my hand is gone. I cannot go and do that kind of thing. But I'm saying, I know that for everything I want to do, every situation I want to make, so there are consequences. So, but I, I try not to think about the consequences. I just want to do it. When the consequences come, I know I will face it. So I feel because of how I was brought up to see uh, at the end of the day, whatever that faces that faces you in life or that is on top of front of you in life would not kill you. I don't know if you understand. So at the end of the day, I think emotional intelligence, I think it's for our generation. I think see, we are the best generation. Well, our parents answered prayers for the don't say <laughs> that again. You understand? So emotional intelligence, I think it we are very strong with that. Knowing what we want or what we don't want, I agree with that. I think many of us, because of 
the various things that influences our decisions and our choices. Some of us don't even know what we want anymore. So I think oh, we have we have seven minutes more. So I just want Virtue to point to this part. I think we we've been talking more of our social awareness. Obviously, this generation was socially aware. But there's something I would not deny that there's something our parents would know better than us. No matter what we say that we are generation B, we are more aware. We have the social media influence and a lot of things. So let's I just want you in three minutes, because we have just seven minutes, to just point you at the fact of self-management, um, relationship, ma relationship management, rather, and self-awareness. So what essence do you think our generation, generation D, has involved with these three um, criteria that I mentioned? Yeah. Self-awareness, self-management, relationship management. How yeah. our generation has evolved. Well, yeah, with um, respect to emotional intelligence. Okay. For self-awareness, yeah, I think our generation has evolved a lot. We are better at like telling or giving our identity or telling who we are, what better at defining ourselves, like saying, who am I? Because back then, when there was no evolution, obviously, there was a stringent range of options where it's either you are a good person or you're a bad person. There was no like real, there was no real platform for a person to really say okay this is who I am and to be really aware of yourself there were laid down rules laid down protocols laid down everybody follow this particular place if you do not you are gone but here we actually have different platforms that we can actually be aware of ourselves and then explore different areas of ourselves I mean we have dance we have music different kinds of music not just one particular genre we have different ways that we are now getting more aware of ourselves, our talents, different things. And then for relationship management, for relationship management, we were talking about relationship management. I, I wouldn't put this in a particular way that this is how it is or this is how we've evolved exactly. Why? Because somehow, somehow, the better communication tools and stuff like that have helped us to like kind of like keep tabs on other people just a phone call can do but at the same time these communication tools have also kind of made us drift apart from other people like you know if i just call this person you've been able to just call them and maybe just send a message or whatsapp message so no need to see no need to bond no need to stop so as i said even two ways in the evolution how we have evolved for relationship management, we have been able to one handle relationships better, faster, easier, and two, it has also kind of also done or caused a little harm in how we handle our relationships. There's no, there's that kind of bond that usually say that you know that this one is my sister from another mother or something like that. So, and when you're talking about self management, we don't understand what you're trying to say about that probably are talking about self-development how i've been able to develop ourselves yeah, how I've been able to or manage ourselves yes yeah i think we have evolved well on that too i mean if you're looking at the kind of various tensions various things that are happening in this world in our country today i have to say kudos to this generation for not balking as in for not just life but i mean with the number of things that happen in nigeria daily <laughs> we did not have to say Nigeria and our cruise, honestly. But the fact that we have not fallen, we have not like 
say, ah, come on, we don't do it again, no, everybody just gets out. With the fact that the government is making things harder, everybody's just doing this in different ways. And we are still finding different ways to find vibes, to find happiness, and to find different things. Entrepreneurship, I mean, if this kind of tension, maybe I'm just saying, so, but I, I'm thinking if this kind of tension that happened probably in a generation, in a generation that was not ours, probably later or before, if it had happened before, I doubt how they would have been able to cope with it. But we've come up with different coping strategies. We have comedies, we have different things, we have skits that have been able to help us to manage ourselves. So if I'm talking about how I've been able to evolve, how I've been able to cope relationship-wise, self-management, and also in self-awareness, I think we've done a lot of... Uh, thank you very much, too. And we don't have much time. It's already about to, like, trip up or whatever. We have two minutes left. So for me, I just feel like I said, it's just being aware and how aware are we? We're not just, we don't want to just go with the trend. We want to be aware. Why are we doing what we do? Why are we involving what we're involving ourselves with? So I don't want to dwell on that much. So I just want to thank you guys again. Bonnet, David, Dora, Virtue. This means a lot to me. I appreciate you guys big time. So guys, don't forget to go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Luchistance. Don't forget to um, stream my podcast in Anchor, Spotify, and in Apple Podcast. And don't forget to engage on YouTube, subscribe on your notifications. Let's get the subscribers to over 200 subscribers and more. I'm your host, Amitra Theology, Gloria, and thank you so much, guys. I cannot thank you guys enough. I'm going to, say, I'm going to keep saying thank you, thank you, thank you. So thank you very much, guys. Right. I really appreciate it. And I hope we get to do um, maybe a two on emotional intelligence before we round up. David, you want to say something? I said you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, let us okay. know. Let us know you want us to do it again. Yes, I hope. And I'm getting from you guys that EWL Experience with Chief Podcast is going to run in of June 7th. We don't know we're going to wrap with season two. But the one finale is going to premiere June 7th. So make sure you watch it. Make sure oh, you yeah. stream it on YouTube. Thank you so yeah. much. Dora, I want to thank you especially. I don't I don't think we are that close. We just met once on your podcast and you Dora, turned out to be an amazing somebody. <laughs> Dora has hi. a podcast too. <laughs> so you can go to my podcast, dear Dora hi. Bella on Anchor, it's showing on Anchor. Yeah, and she tells press on nails. And whatever, I will share a contact with those of you that are interested. Betu has a podcast too. But Betu, what's up? What's up? I want to be on your podcast one of these days. The Lord so. is good. <laughs> I would so also love you, that, Betu. <laughs> no, I like. like I always say, spread love. God is love. Love is God. Amen. <laughs> okay, guys. Bye. I really have a great day. My country, go back from where you came. My country, my damn country, give me my country, you can keep the rest. This is my country, my damn country, and it don't mean a thing if it don't pass.